The Christmas story as it begins in the Gospel of Luke. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was the governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and the family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and she wrapped him in bands of cloth and she laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. This is the word of our Lord. Amen. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in rags and then she laid him in a feeding trough. Linger here in the Christmas story. Stay right here, my friends, before the angels begin to sing or a star begins to shine before anyone runs to find a newborn king or proclaims good news. No, stand with me now for a moment by the stable and look at this familiar scene. Really look. Look at the fear. Look at the uncertainty, the pain. Look at all the unanswered questions, the poverty and the want. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in rags and she laid him in a feeding trough. This, this is God coming into our world. This is the power of God to make everything right. In all honesty, to look at this scene of an impoverished baby wrapped in rags in a feeding trough as a sign of good news and great joy as a sign of God's transforming power, well, it's a bit of a stretch, don't you think? Power? Power in a dark, painful, lonely place? Power in a defenseless and vulnerable baby? Power that would dwarf every injustice and evil authority? Power that could conquer all brokenness and sin? That kind of power? The power we all long for, pray for, dream about wrapped in rags and sleeping in a feeding trough? Well, as we linger here in the Christmas story on this holy night, let me remind you of two very important things. And the first is this. Let me remind you that babies do have power, right? We've seen some of that power at work tonight, right? Babies do have power. It may not be the oppositional power of a bully or the oppressive power of a dictatorial leader, but it's power all the same. People will literally bend over backwards to make a baby smile, won't they? Or do anything to keep a baby from crying. People seriously will risk their life for a baby. 
And every family in this room has had a situation where a baby called the shots, right? About 28 years ago, at this time of year, right at Christmas, that happened to my extended family. My parents gave the entire extended family a very special Christmas present. It was going to be a ski vacation for Christmas. Now, my husband and I being pastors were the last ones to get there, right? But as soon as Christmas Eve services were over, Al, my husband, I, our toddler Joshua, and our five-month-old infant Andrew, we headed for this family reunion in Breckenridge, Colorado. A week-long vacation for a dozen people. It was to be a wonderful gift, a, a respite, a sweet time together. But the baby... The baby had other plans. We weren't in Colorado six hours before our infant son began to have trouble breathing. Talking about power. That baby had the power to stop an entire family reunion. That baby had the power to call together a team of medical professionals in a very small community hospital on Christmas Day. That baby had the power to keep his parents awake for 48 hours straight as we waited and hoped for his oxygen levels to get just high enough that we could leave the hospital and fly him back home to Texas to sea level. Like all parents everywhere, Al and I did what we could. And like all parents, we acted out of love. And here's the truth, babies seize us with love. They grab us in love, that is their power. Unlike the other kinds of power in the world, babies possess the power to clutch us through love and it's a potent power, isn't it? And it's exactly the same kind of power that God brought into this world on that holy night the kind of power that still transforms our world today. She gave birth to a baby, a vulnerable, defenseless baby. She wrapped him in rags and she laid him in a feeding trough. Friends, before we move on to the rest of the Christmas story, let me remind you of one more thing, one very important thing. This baby sleeping in a marginal manger, this baby we remember and we celebrate this evening, this is no ordinary baby. This is God wrapped in flesh. This is the creator of the universe laying aside everything but the extraordinary power of love, hoping to seize us, hoping to grab us, hoping to call us to love as well. This, this is our redemption shoved into the darkness and pain and sin of the world, wrapped in rags, lying in a feeding trough, just to be close to us, just to make things right for us. 28 years ago in that little hospital, when our infant son was so very ill, we came up with a plan. We bought one plane ticket, that's all we could afford, to get home quickly. I would go get a bit of sleep 
And Al would stay by Andrew's side and keep him calm so his oxygen levels would get just high enough that we could take the trip. So I left my fussy infant and my distraught husband in this shabby little room in this hospital. It had a crib, it had an old-fashioned oxygen tent, and it had a recliner. And I hoped for the best. When I returned to the hospital five hours later, ready for my plane flight, a smiling nurse met me at the door. Always a good sign, right? She said, good news. Good news, the O2 levels are high. You can take that plane flight now. Your husband, he got the baby to sleep. Come and see. And I'll never forget what I saw when I walked into that room. There was my wonderful husband. In trying to comfort and calm our infant son, he had unzipped that oxygen tent He had laid half of his body inside the tent and then zipped it up behind him. And for five hours, he'd been laying like this in that oxygen tent, right on that crib, face to face with infant Andrew. I tiptoed in and my eyes met his. He said it was the only thing that would calm him. It was the only thing that worked. She gave birth to a baby, a vulnerable, defenseless baby, wrapped him in rags and laid him in a feeding trough. Friends, this is not a sweet children's story. No, this story we celebrate tonight is the central truth about our God. It's the central truth about the power of our God. That when nothing could calm the evil and brokenness of our world, when nothing else worked, God emptied himself, took on flesh, and came to us. And friends, here's the good news. God still comes to us. Into our tents of darkness or despair, into our tents of fear or uncertainty, our God still comes face to face face-to-face with us in love and in mercy. God as a baby in a feeding trough is as ridiculous as a grown man crawling into a baby's oxygen tent. But if love can press a human father into such ridiculous and radical places, imagine, imagine with me what perfect love can do. Imagine what length such perfect love might go for you, for you, and for me. Friends, you may be facing darkness or despair or uncertainty tonight. Your heart may be clouded by fear or by deep questions. Well, then you've come to the right place. Because nothing you've done and nothing you have experienced can keep this God in a baby in a manger of ours from coming face to face with you in love. Friends, you may be wondering where power, real power for living and loving comes from. Well, look no further. This God in a baby in a manger of ours not only brings that power into our lives and into our world, 
This God also invites us to share that love with others, to live meaningful, abundant lives of service for the sake of that love. She gave birth to a baby. She wrapped him in rags. She laid him in a feeding trough because there was no room for them in the inn. Now the Christmas story will continue. The angels will proclaim that the Messiah has come, that the kingdoms of this world are overthrown, that God's reign has begun. Good news of great joy for the whole world they will sing. And so you don't miss it, the angels will say. Here is your sign. Here is your signal. This is the way you will understand the powerful, loving, redeeming God we worship. It will be a baby wrapped in rags, laid in a feeding trough. Alleluia. Amen.